There were few things that could shake the foundation of the thick wall around Kelly's heart. For years, Kelly had managed to survive by the skin of her knuckles and the thin thread of her iron will. The hard wall that she had built around herself was sufficient enough to keep people just far enough away that she rarely felt a twinge of emotion or obligation. Nothing had shook Kelly to the core like what she saw on the television screen. Turn it up, she said, swiping an empty beer mug from the bar top and quickly replacing it with a full one. The music in the background thrummed in the air as her ears grew hot, frustration and panic gripping her chest. I said, turn it up! Her voice, a shrill order now, pain lacing and twisting through her words. I'm doing it. George's deep voice echoed in the half-full bar as he fiddled with the remote. Any other moment, any other situation, Kelly would have picked up a fight with the drunk old man, but she needed to know, needed to hear what was being said on the television. She pressed her hand to her stomach, trying to calm the rolling sting of acid within her as she focused on the television screen. The news anchor was beaming at the camera. And we all know that a safe and happy holiday season would not be possible without these brave men and women stationed half a world away. A dramatic pause was effective in bringing the entire bar to a standstill, silent. Kelly was still in shock. She hadn't set eyes on him in over four years, but she would recognize him anywhere the same hot pull in her gut as his lips curved in that same familiar smile that always had her stomach flipping wildly. Could he still be deployed? She wondered as the news anchor finished her speech. We have a couple minutes to let these fine Marines send a message to family back home, the news anchor said before the camera focused on one Marine after another. Kelly's breath caught in her throat as the camera panned over across the stoic faces of the Marines gathered around, coming to rest on him, the very face she never thought she would see again. Master Sergeant Ethan Tucker from Oklahoma City, he began, that same deep timber that swam in her head. I want to send a special message to my family. His dramatic pause was accompanied by a crooked smile that had all the women in the bar sighing. Dear Lord, he could still make her dizzy, she thought, a ball of heat flaming in the pit of her stomach. And what message would that be? The news reporter asked, her head tilted flirtatiously, her body moving closer to his. I'll be home for Christmas he said, his beaming face filling the screen as he winked into the camera. What an absolutely beautiful Christmas present for Master Sergeant Tucker's family. The news anchor flashed a phony smile wide as she talked into the camera, but Kelly's eyes were still glued on Ethan, just feet behind the anchor woman. As the news reporter's voice trailed off in the background, Kelly could only hear Ethan's words echoing in her head the shadow of his face still haunting her mind as the empty glass she had been holding fell with a crash to the barroom floor. Kelly, 
Mark, the other bartender on duty, said with a frown, You're as white as a ghost. Go back and take fifteen. I have it covered out here. Kelly nodded, numb, as she found her way through the kitchen and into the break room. It was a square, closet-sized room with nothing more than a table and a chair. But it was quiet, and that was exactly what she needed. It had been over four years since Kelly had last set eyes on Ethan Tucker, four years since she had spoken a word to her husband, and now he was coming back to Oklahoma City. To everyone else in the world, it was an endearing announcement, one that invokes warmth and compassion for his lucky family that was likely awaiting his return from overseas. Things were different, though, for Kelly. Instead of the message bringing happiness and a promising holiday season, it had sounded more like a challenge or a threat to her.